0: You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadale and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Each week, Chris and Mario welcome current NFL stars and discuss the biggest news from around the football world. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. I'm Chris Horwadale, joined as always by Mario Hines. Mario, how are you, buddy? I'm feeling really good, man.
1: Sun's uh, busting through our window, so I'm feeling nice. Sun's out, guns out. Yep, yep. Uh, Oh, in this climate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, that's, that's almost a double entendre, too. Yeah, what a
0: what an absolute horrible phrase for what's going on in the country right now. That's not what I meant, but it is also very accurate. Unfortunately, exactly.
1: That's why I kind of like it. I'm a big. I mean, wordplay is is part of our game. So
0: yeah. But uh, we're here this week to talk about the top tight ends in the National Ooh. Football League. I think this is going to be uh, it's going to be easier than last week. Last week with the wide receivers, there were just so many guys who could be considered. I think. That list is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little narrower this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. But one thing I'm I'm really excited. it's a fun list. Uh, it's a position that has uh, continued to grow and evolve in the league, and now we're seeing a bunch of guys with some pretty interesting skill sets that cause havoc. So i I think this is gonna be a fun list.
0: All right. Well, I uh, I think I had started at number 36 this time. So basically, every starter plus a couple of backups. Let's start there. I got an opportunity to play quite a bit last year because of injuries for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Tight end Jacob Hollister played 11 games, had 41 catches, uh, up from four as his career high previously, 349 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, pretty good introduction
1: to being a relevant uh, source of, of mm-hmm. offensive, you know, uh, reliability. But as far as tight ends go, I think um, it's attributed more to Russell Wilson's game yeah. and, and the offensive scheme of, of Seattle. So I think, unfortunately, Jacob, it's great to get 40 catches at any time in your career. But right now you're an afterthought as far as top uh, players at the position.
0: Well, even an afterthought in terms of starters at his position for the Seahawks now that there's another guy on that roster we'll talk about in just a bit. Let's get to our next player from the Jacksonville Jaguars now, tight end Tyler Eifert. In Tyler 20- Eifert. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> in, in 2019, Eifert played 16 games, 43 catches, and uh, three touchdowns.
1: I mean, it's one of those – he's a name. Yeah. Uh, and, and that always gets me – And looking at his career, um, I think the name has been louder than the production, strangely Mm -hmm. enough. Um, But the talent has always been there. He's an exciting player. I don't know if injuries are now caught up to him. Um, But I think just for the conversation goes, I'm always willing to put him uh, in the conversation of of top tight ends in the league and to see where he falls.
0: Yeah, he fits into that that stereotype of the, uh, the athletic Notre Dame pass catcher.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's a run they have going on.
0: And you're absolutely right. Talk about injuries. 2019, his last year in Cincinnati, the first time he ever played 16 games. Prior to that, the uh, six seasons he had uh, prior to 2019 only played in 43 games total.
1: My goodness. I mean, so that had to be the most exhausting season he's ever been through last year.
0: (laughs) But also the most amazing, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, he probably felt great, and so yeah. he, I mean, them not bringing him back—I I don't know what sign that that means. I mean, obviously they're they cleaned house and are, are mm. figuring things out. So, I mean, maybe the Jaguars are the ones that uh, get the consolation prize here. We shall find out
0: Gardner Minshew has a new weapon in Jacksonville. (laughs) Up next from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, tight end Cameron Brate, a pair of, I guess you could say, starting caliber tight ends, one of them with much more of a pedigree than the other. Brate played 16 games in 2019, 36 catches, four scores
1: yeah it looks uh on the downtrend I mean a good reliable weapon reminds me of the tight ends of old and and mm-hmm. again old might be dating ourselves here, <laughs> yeah. but of the of those uh late 90s, early 2000s just reliable pass catching good blocking tight ends they, typically a starter uh in that era that's what he reminds me of and right now that just doesn't cut it
0: uh mm-hmm. when it comes
1: to top tight ends in the league so nothing against Cameron but uh not considered
0: right now. I'll tell you the one thing I will say about Cameron Bray, and you can also uh, say this for Kyle Juszczyk, looks like a guy who would have gone to Harvard.
1: Yes, he is a Harvard man, <laughs> a true and true.
0: Well, this next gentleman is not someone I uh, typically think of when I think Harvard University. Pittsburgh Steeler tight end Vance McDonald, 2019, he played 14 games, 38 catches, 3 touchdowns.
1: Yeah, this is a guy that's on the rise. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. does a really good job of keeping tight ends involved historically. Uh, obviously, the quarterback position last year really, really uh, cut them down. And and I, I use that as a strike against um, Juju in our last list. Uh, mm-hmm. But conversely, I won't use it. <laughs> uh, for Vance, because he's um, a growing player, whereas Juju yeah. uh, was more uh, considered a reliable player. So I think uh, we're going to put Vance in the conversation. He may not stick uh, as far as with the top tiers go, but let's put him in the conversation.
0: Yeah, surprising to me that Vance McDonald is 30 years old already. That uh, doesn't feel right. Also, it looks like he is probably somewhere right now playing water polo with (laughs) what this picture looks like.
1: Spot on, even though water polo, probably at Rice, was a top-tier sport.
0: (laughs) That's true. Oh, interesting player up next. Former first-round pick has been uh, seen his career sort of derailed by the inability to catch the football and the inability to stay on the field. Bad injury last year that cost David Njoku 12 games of the season. Only ended up with five catches down from fifty-six the year prior and one touchdown. It looked like he was on a trajectory, and last year completely fell off.
1: Yeah, and we're hoping that you know all the recovery is 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 heading in the right direction. When he when he catches the ball clean, he's dangerous and scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been to his credit, he's been working on that. You know, we saw that in the uh, the hard knocks. It's something that he's aware of and that he wants to work on. So, with that said, a guy with that magn- t- uh, magnitude of talent, you would think that maybe he's never going to be a shorthanded guy, but um, the likelihood maybe increases. And if uh, Eric Ebron can make a living in this league and find some <laughs> some numbers, I think we can put uh, David and Joku in, on the list um, it, by, by potential alone and, and, and crossing our fingers for health.
0: Well, the one thing I would say that Njoku has going in his favor, too, is new coach Kevin Stefanski played the most 12 personnel in the league last year with that Minnesota team. So even though they brought in Austin Hooper to start over him, Njoku's going to be on the field a ton.
1: Absolutely. He's going to play. And, and, and not only that, um, good shout out for for the O.C. He's going to get schemed. Um, mm-hmm. And so even if he's not playing pri- uh, primary snaps, he's going to get schemed uh, to get the ball. And, and if we're t- thinking um, of the way he plays the game, it's going to be high percentage uh, for his skill set anyways.
0: Interesting guy here. Uh, really, really uh, shown bright early on and then wasn't able to live up to it. Now 33 years old, our next player is Chicago Bears tight end Jimmy Graham. That sounds weird. Graham played 16 games in 2019, 38 catches, three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, this is a guy who will have a lot of hats in his uh, den for the teams Mm -hmm. he played for when he retires. Surprising considering how quickly he rose to the top um, and how quickly he kind of leveled out. And it's not to say, you know, he's not a quality tight end all things considered, he just c- continues to be a starter. But as far as that uh, the the top tight ends in the league, I mean, the trajectory is going downward. So we're, ex- we're expected to see, you know, especially in Chicago, where they don't know what right. they're going to do. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They do know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles. Nick Foles is the Bears quarterback. And uh, so Jimmy Graham, unfortunately, I think this is the year we definitively keep him off the top tight ends list.
0: Yeah, what a weird career that he had starting, you know, he's one of the last picks in the third round, and he ends up with 143 targets and 86 catches as a rookie, and 16 touchdowns.
1: I mean, exploded on the scene. Where do you go from there? It it, it, it was almost, you know, doomed, um, because you'd have to have, you know, you'd have to be working
0: with Drew Brees for the rest of your career as well, and, and that did not happen. Yeah, they uh, they moved on fairly quickly, but you know, he had that he had that 143 target season, and not a lot of people can say that. So good for him. <laughs> Up next from the Los Angeles Rams, tight end Jarrett Everett, uh, the ascending player played 13 games in 2019, 37 catches and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, these are the type of guys that you know, or he is the type of guy that you really have to think about being a top tight in the league eventually mm. um, within the next two or three years vying for that uh, contention based on coming from a small school, highly athletic, the development, once his development catches up in the professional level um, that he just starts to, 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 to burst. And he, I mean, reminds me a bit of, of Jamil Cook athletically mm. um, and, and minus the dropsies. So yeah. I think that um, that alone, and what we're seeing, and I think the Rams are actually going to pivot towards featuring him more often, uh, adding him to that list.
0: All right, Gerald Everett on our in contention list up next uh, from the Green Bay Packers tight end Jay Sternberger, a rookie in twenty nineteen, played six games, did not have a catch. <laughs>
1: I mean, someone's got to catch the ball this year. It won't. Maybe it'll be Jace. um, Green Bay. The thing about it, Aaron Rodgers. He'll he'll try to trust you, but if he doesn't, you're not getting the ball. So a lot to be desired for Jace. So unfortunately for you, we're not going to consider you um, because you haven't caught the ball yet.
0: Yeah, I think we're definitely seeing some (laughs) projection go into this ranking here. Uh, Our second of three Seattle Seahawks that we'll be talking about today, another guy who got an opportunity to play because of injuries last year and then got hurt himself, Will Disley played six games in 2019, caught 23 balls and four touchdowns.
1: I mean, looked good when you you had an opportunity to watch him and when he had an opportunity to be on the field. Looked really good. Uh, again, I don't know how to sparse this out. As far as uh, is this player rising, or or is is the offense just really schemed really well for tight ends of mm-hmm. of this style to succeed? So for now, you know, I'm willing to to, to not be the guy that that uh, slides my chips to the middle of the table and will do this too early, and uh, we'll keep him off the list for now.
0: Yeah, or maybe Russell Wilson's just really really good. I think Could there's be. a <laughs> decent chance of that. Uh, up next from the Buffalo Bills, tight end Dawson Knox. His rookie season in twenty nineteen played fifteen games, caught twenty eight passes, and two scores.
1: Although there'll be less balls to go around um, with the offense improving with with Diggs, mm-hmm. I think uh, the percentage, the 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 impact catches will will increase um, yeah. as 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 more uh, attention is paid to the outside. So I think he, uh, increases, you know, his, 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 his output this year. Does that mean he's a top tight end in the league? Sorry. Can't do it. Um, so pr- going to see a, a better year from Dawson, but not considered a top tight
0: end. I was wondering where you were going there because you established the show me twice role. And, uh, I wondered if you were going to go against that for Dawson no, Knox, no, but no. you, you stayed consistent. Dawson knows a little something about playing with talented wide receivers. On that Ole Miss team, he uh, he lined up opposite A.J. Green and D.K. Metcalf.
1: Yeah, so he knows. He knows how to find the soft spot when the intention is not on him. And I think he may develop into a guy that, that gets fed the ball um, in certain scenarios. But uh, let's see
0: how, how he fares in his second year. And sorry, AJ other color, not AJ Green and AJ Brown and PK Metcalf. <laughs> AJ so, other color uh, is great. Yeah. <laughs> Up next from the Minnesota Vikings, really wanted to say Timberwolves there. Proud I didn't. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph in 2019 played 16 games, caught 39 balls, six touchdowns.
1: Yeah, Kyle Rudolph's a top tight end in the league. It really just comes down to the, his ability to, to, to stay healthy, and he's not an injury-prone guy as much as he gets nicked and banged mm-hmm. up in, uh, in his, his pain tolerance, um, familiarly in the offense. Sorry for the, for the stumbling through that word. Um, but he's it's a consistent <laughs> He's a consistent spot in the offense, and uh, he's, he's a top talent, and, and people fear him. Kyle Rudolph's on the list.
0: What college did he go to?
1: Uh, he might have went to a school that does pretty well with tight ends. And it's on the tip of my tongue. Maybe I'll figure it out once we get off the, uh, get off the show.
0: Yeah, it might be Notre Dame. <laughs> Up next, from the Minnesota Vikings, tight end Irv Smith Jr., uh, the second-year player, played 16 games in 2019. Like I said, Stefanski plays a lot of 12 personnel, had 36 catches for and uh, two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking to my rule here. Obviously, he was brought in to learn from Rudolph and eventually unseat him uh, and be that number one guy. Um, and until he does that act and actualizes that on the team, I can't put him in the top list, but obviously a name to look out for.
0: Well, here is that third of three tight ends from the Seattle Seahawks. Free agent signing Greg Olson. 2019 Olson played 14 games, had 52 catches and two touchdowns for the Carolina Panthers
1: um and before like it's funny now because we like a ton of tight ends for the seattle seahawks but we're also mm-hmm. looking at the colleges that this the, the, that this guy went to a lot of miami yeah. uh miami hurricanes tight ends as well um the thing we talked about all year all off season um with greg Olson is if he unretires where is he gonna go he's only gonna go to a place where he can stay healthy um mm-hmm. low volume high impact and I mean, what better place than than Seattle with, with Russell Wilson? And right. that alone, you know, with his football smarts, I think he keeps his body up. Uh, he's a top tight end as long as he's playing, as far as I've seen.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to match that 52 catches from last year, but I think he's probably going to be more useful to the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, our second Tampa Bay Buccaneer and a guy who— Man, it's talk about as make or break a season as you're ever going to have. Now has Tom Brady throwing passes to him. OJ Howard in 2019, the inconsistent Howard, caught 34 passes for 459 yards and one score, arguably his worst season as a pro. Yeah, OJ Howard. He makes me think of this one coaching
1: point that is, is probably the most, um, like, the, it has it has the most... Range uh, when we're coaching mm-hmm. youth um, athletes, but it, it's the most, um, you know, ambiguous. And it's usually you're telling a kid with some talent or a hard-headed uh, athlete, figure it out. And and, and there's no amount of, co- we're giving you all the coaching yeah. we can. You have the opportunity now. It's time for you to figure it out. And that's all the coaching I can give you. And that is, I feel like, the situation O.J. Uh, Howard is in with, uh, with, with Tom Brady is figure it out. And I think that, you know, the bets actually are leaning towards Tom Brady to help this kid uh, figure it out and have a career year. Um, and that will put him on the list for me. So with the projection and the talent, uh, we're going to add him to the list because I think it's just wise.
0: Do you agree that if it doesn't work this year, it's probably never going to work?
1: Yes. It's one of those times where you're like, if you don't have it, you know, if if you have it, you'll you'll show us now. If you don't, you'll show us now. And uh, that's that's unfortunately, it's a scary moment. But if you're a gamer,
0: you rise to the occasion. So let's see what Mr. Howard does. We shall see. Up next from the Carolina Panthers, tight end Ian Thomas, a guy who's going to get a lot more of an opportunity to play with Greg Olson. Gone 16 games, 16 catches, and a score in 2019.
1: Okay, so, I mean, at Indiana, you know, being the Big Ten you know, yeah. fan that I am, I got to watch him. Super nuisance. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Spartans fan. Super mm-hmm. nuisance. Um, always able to find a soft spot. I think he's gonna have a really really solid career in the league. I think he needs more time before he's considered a top tight end, but I think he has the tools and and like you said, in position to establish himself in the conversation for next year.
0: yeah, should be a good friend to Teddy Bridgewater in that offense and uh, that's that's strange that Teddy Bridgewater is a panther. I know uh up next from the New York Jets tight end Chris Herndon the fourth uh in in 2019 chris earned in the fourth played one game had one catch and uh, no touchdowns yeah i
1: mean it's a complete fall off from the the year prior where he he burst on the scene and and mm-hmm. was a consistent weapon um i don't know how that works it's going to work for chris uh considering that he's got to figure it out with the quarterback that's still figuring it out um and get back on the same page and usually for me um, when young guys have to get, do that, it's it's not a, a good sign. So um, as much as he had a great production in
0: 2018, I'm not ready to put him on the list. All right. Up next from the Dallas Cowboys, tight end Blake Jarwin took a step up last season Bizarrely enough, with the return of Jason Witten in that offense, played 16 games, had 31 catches and three touchdowns.
1: Blake Jarwin's a gamer. Blake Jarwin can play the tight end position, and Mr. Jarwin will have opportunities to now establish himself as a top tight end in the East, uh, the NFC East. And if that's the case, then he has to be considered for a top tight end at the position in the league. So we're going
0: to throw him on the list. The next guy on our list from the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think a player you might know a little bit, Eric Ebron. In 2019, Mr. Ebron, for the Indianapolis Colts, played 11 games, 31 catches, 3 touchdowns. Eric Ebron is the center of the Venn diagram of things I hate. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's a former Lion. He can't catch the ball. Like, it's just... uh... All that aside, I mean, the guy has put up numbers in his career, Mm -hmm. and that's what has kept him confident and employed. Uh, And I don't know – again, talking about McDonald, um, the Steelers do a great job of of feeding their tight ends and keeping them involved. And if Eric Ebron has a chance to drop three passes, he'll drop (laughs) two. Um, And if they keep doing that, he'll end up having like four to six catches for – 60 to 75 yards maybe a score and then he does that for 16 games mm-hmm. and somehow he's a guy again so i have to put that aside and and allow eric ebron his his uh chance to shine and say that he's at least a dangerous threat in a top top tight end in the league based on on that alone
0: i still don't get how he was the 10th pick in the draft
1: oh you just have to look at who the draft drafting team was <laughs> who so was I'm that sure. i can't remember
0: Oh, Motown Blues, man. Motown Blues. <laughs> uh, up next from the Indianapolis Colts, tight end Jack Doyle, somehow 30 years old. The Western Kentucky product played 16 games in 2019, caught 43 passes and four touchdowns.
1: Yeah, when did Jack Doyle get so old? It's man? weird. It's, it's always that, that thing where you're like, all right, once Jack Doyle matures in this league, yeah. Um, now he has. And I mean... For, for all things considered, I think that Jack Doyle uh, commands a bunch of respect from defenses, um, and Indianapolis does a great job of making sure that he has to continue to earn that. So um, let's put him on the list.
0: Yeah, should be a favorite target of quarterback Phillip Rivers uh, for the Colts this year. Up next from my Philadelphia Eagles – Tight end Dallas Goddard in uh, 2019. The Rook played a valuable role in this offense opposite Zach Ertz. And uh, that page is not found.
1: (laughs) We know. We We can can be
0: completely anecdotal, right? (laughs) 15 games, uh, 58 catches, 5 touchdowns.
1: Man, I mean if we're talking about someone who is learning from their predecessor in, a, in an amazing way and has an opportunity in a great offense with a very good quarterback, uh, to be a top tight in the league, uh, it's Dallas. And, you know, shown two years he's shown me and I think there may be some, some, some friendship bias here, but I think that I'm going to slide my chips for this <laughs> young man now after two years, because, why not? Why it's it's happening, and this is the year where it looks like they all have the weapons to to really highlight every skill uh, skill player they have.
0: No, I think that's super fair. I really do. He PFF had him as the number five tight end in football mm-hmm. uh, last year, and at the end of the day, I think Goddard is going to be the reason the Eagles move on from Zach Ertz in a couple years because mm-hmm. Goddard and. A much better blocker than uh, than Ertz is but just you know, not the wide receiver-esque pass catcher. Um, up next from the Tennessee Titans, tight end Janu Smith, twenty-four years old, played sixteen games in twenty nineteen and caught thirty-five passes and three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a tight end on a team right now that's going to rely heavily on whoever the tight end is. Mm -hmm. Um, To take pressure off that running game and then uh, any play action love that goes to uh, the slot and AJ, whichever color is appropriate. Um, (laughs) And 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 for that reason right now, I can't consider him a top tight end. I don't think he's who people
0: are scheming uh, for uh, defensively. So that will that will rule him out for me. Works for me. Uh, The Lions current (laughs) tight end number eight pick overall a couple of years ago, TJ Hawkinson. Little bit of a disappointing rookie campaign for Hawkinson, a guy who people thought were was you know maybe the most NFL ready player in the draft last year. Thirty two catches in twelve games, two touchdowns. What I saw from Hawkinson a lot of the time
1: was the strong desire to be mm-hmm. that that pro ready uh, pro ready uh, player in his rookie year, and there was a, a not a lot of for the cliched. Uh, letting the game come to you there really was a lot of over urgency for for the young man i think that's what ended up getting him hurt just exposing his body in in, in ways that was unwise um, for him to be uh, someone that was going to be relied on um, so give him give me another year and, and and tj will most certainly be uh on this list but as of right now he's gonna have to settle himself uh, allow his 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 learning from his rookie season to, to come to fruition and, and, and establish himself with the numbers
0: I think you're right. This guy, he's a future all pro. I really believe that. He's he's that good. Uh, it was just a matter of time. From the Miami Dolphins, tight end Mike Gesicki, breakout season for Gesicki in 2019 51 catches over 16 games and five touchdowns.
1: Yeah, so are we? I mean, we're looking at this and we're lining it up with all the things that were happening in Miami. Um, and I don't know if it's sustainable. Um, but much applause. I would like to see it again from Mike uh, before I, I throw him on the list. But as far as, as the type of player he can be, um, it's not it's not an aberration to think that he can be a consistent contributor at the tight end position. Just
0: not, not a top guy right now. Yeah, I don't expect him to block anybody, but Mike Kosicki <laughs> is just a, a dumb, dumb good athlete. It, it's yeah. ridiculous how athletic this kid is. He's going to be around and uh, causing trouble for a long time. Up next, this this one's interesting, and in again we have some projection going on. New Atlanta Falcons tight end Hayden Hurst in twenty nineteen, the former first round pick, the former overaged first round pick after a pro <laughs> baseball career, played sixteen games, had thirty catches and two touchdowns, playing behind a, a guy we will talk about a little bit later. Yo, so with this Falcons
1: offense, I'm conflicted. I mean, for one, I just don't th- I think they're they're overrated um and not this, in the sense that they underachieve statistically, it's just that for this year especially, they've got to figure out what they're going to do with these pieces mm. um and and do it consistently and I think uh Hurst actually is impacted by that negatively uh for the first few weeks uh so which will level him out and not put him on on this list. Um, but, yeah, like I said, there's some projection going on. I don't think he matches that projection
0: at all. Yeah, I mean, it's a former first-round pick. He's already 26 years old, and he's got 43 catches over his career. This is just – he just hasn't been very good. Just, and that's – yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy has been pretty good, but we're going to see what he has left. Uh, right now, all I know that is that he's participating in a game show along with Venus Williams on ABC. Tampa Bay tight end Rob Gronkowski, unretired after sitting out the 2019 season, all the way back in 2018. Little injury prone, played 13 games, 47 catches, and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns is absolutely yeah. absurd in the in
1: the negative uh, for Rob Gronkowski. I don't. I think he gets three touchdowns in a game mm-hmm. uh, this year. I think we have to uh, taper our expectations. The NFL is a grueling sport. Uh, he plays one of the toughest positions, and he played physically, and it's going to take him some time to get used to the, uh, the banging around, especially at the weight that he dropped and gained back. But he's a top tight end whenever he's lined up uh, and, and, and in uniform, so obviously Rob Gronkowski, who may be a top, the top tight end to ever play this game, is mm-hmm. is on the list.
0: Yeah, plus, as far as I know, he's the only NFL, active NFL tight end who has ever been WWE 24-7 champion. I mean, and that has to count for something. (laughs) Actually, really nothing, but (laughs) I see what you're saying. Uh, Up next from the Denver Broncos, now second-year tight end, Noah Fant. His rookie season, Fant played 16 games, caught 40 balls, and three scores.
1: Yeah, Noah did what he was expected to do his rookie year, made some mistakes, disappeared sometimes, but made some plays um, and became uh, someone that can be relied on um, and expected to be relied on in the future. Let me see another year from Noah, and, and I think that both Iowa product tight ends uh, will be will be in the yeah. conversation next year.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that Fant having to play with Drew Locke would have uh, outperformed Hawkinson, who got to play yeah. with Matt Stafford.
1: Right, right. That's just the thing I didn't expect, especially being the guy that had to learn how to to, to play
0: the position uh, with some physicality. Mm -hmm. Up next, one of the big free agent signings this offseason for the Cleveland Browns, now the NFL's highest-paid tight end, Austin Hooper, uh, 2019, caught 75 balls for 787 yards and six touchdowns. We're going to find out this year how—
1: important that tight end position is slash was for this cleveland browns uh, offense mm-hmm. um and for the development um of geez how did i forget his name
0: uh gentleman by the name of baker Mayfield baker mayfield <laughs> that he's
1: doing a great job of keeping himself out of the news the fact that yes his name you know slipped me so but but back to the point i mean he's a top tight end in this league he's going to establish himself uh into that um upper echelon and we'll get to that that tearing out later but I'm excited for this uh this this addition to the Cleveland offense
0: yeah one of the more reliable pass catchers in all of football and it's going to be a a wonderful safety blanket for Mayfield and uh, a dangerous option in that play action offense that they're going to run you know it's going to be tough for defenders to stay at home against this Browns team when you you have the threat of running with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on every single play, and then you just you pull the play action. You have Austin, uh, Austin Hooper and Joku, Odell, and Jarvis. Yeah, I mean,
1: pick your poison again with the cliches, but now we're really going to see if they're disciplined for 75% of the time, you probably mm-hmm. get a 60% uh, completion percentage uh, for your quarterback, and that's winning Better. football games, I think.
0: Yeah, he better better be 60-plus this year. I would hope that, <laughs> especially that they're not going to throw the ball down the field all that much. 65 is probably what I would think the goal should be for Mayfield. But uh, yeah. we shall see. Uh, up next, the ageless wonder, now New Orleans <laughs> Saints, tight end Jared Cook, in 2019, Cook played 14 games, 43 catches, nine touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I mean the guy just puts up numbers. He's he's just super athletic. hasn't really lost a step. Can't still real can't catch the ball cleanly, but mm. you know he gets favorable uh, attempts, and I think that will continue. So um, he and he, he's a top tight in the league. He's he's scary to have um, playing against you. So add Jerry Cook,
0: yeah, and once this guy once this guy has the ball in his hands, he is uh, a load to take down. Mm-hmm. Very few tight ends that big and that athletic. Up next, our second Los Angeles Ram tight end of the day, Tyler Higby. Uh, the 27-year-old came off 2019 season where he played 15 games, had 69 catches and three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that is was looking to be relied upon and and, and stepped up, um, but then saw some of his catches uh, decrease. Uh, as the season went on, um, thanks to the, the young boy Gerald Everett, um, and, mm-hmm. and and I think that he's still a, a considered a top tight end. if He's the top starter on the team uh, in the numbers he put up, uh, and maybe they have a two-headed monster. So I won't penalize Tyler for for Gerald's growth.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of two tight end teams that we're seeing. This is mm-hmm. an interesting trend, especially since tight ends are starting to be more and more undervalued. So exactly, uh, we'll see how that plays out. My God, Hunter Henry, who. Looks like he's roughly fourteen years old and a sophomore in high school from the Los Angeles Chargers in 2019. 12 games, fifty five catches, six hundred and fifty two yards, and five scores.
1: Yeah, I mean he's the he's uh it's weird that he would be the safety blanket on on a, on a team with the uh, Keenan Allen, but uh, mm-hmm. he's done an amazing job at at finding holes, and I think that he'll continue to do so, and he he's been consistent, so
0: he deserves a top uh, spot in the in the top tight ends the other he's just gotta stay healthy. If he can stay yeah. healthy, he the the sky is the limit for him, but another couple of injuries and we're gonna lose some of that athleticism. Yeah. Man, we will uh, we will see. In New York, our next tight end is uh, Evan Ingram, another guy who gets banged up quite a bit, played eight games in 2019, 44 catches, three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I mean glorify wide receiver, it's been that way his yeah. entire career. Um and right now it's 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 the flavor of the league and uh I think that just based on the fact that he'll continue to receive those touches that you have to add him in the
0: conversation because he's going to he's going to make a play if he's healthy and getting those touches. All right, Ingram on the list up next, the uh the darling of Hard Knox, <laughs> tight end Darren Waller from the Las Vegas Raiders in 2019 Waller had quite the breakout season. Uh, before 2019, the, he had 18 catches, and then you know went went up for nothing but uh, 90 catches on 117 attempts last year. 1145 yards, three three touchdowns. That's that's a bizarre number when you have 90 touch uh, 90 catches, but man, this is the breakout season of all breakout seasons for Darren Waller.
1: Right, and it scares me, Chris. I don't want to be a victim of the moment, and I know yeah. he's worked hard, and I know he's probably as level-headed as he can be. It just scares me because that La- La- that Las Vegas team needs other weapons. And if we know for a fact that Darren Waller's the guy – uh, can he repeat that? Uh, and that w- that is what would tell me if he's a top tight end, if when you are the guy uh, and maybe you don't have help, if you're still able to put up numbers uh, and, and have an impact. So I'm going to wait this out, even though 90 catches and 1,000-plus yards at the tight end position usually screams surefire top guy. I'm going to yeah. wait it out.
0: That is a ballsy take, sir. I believe, uh, I believe the Raiders drafted Henry Ruggs in the first round, so that, that middle of the field is going to be even more open, Waller this year up next our second Philadelphia Eagle Zach Ertz now 29 years old Ertz had a Zach Ertz type season in 2019 15 games 88 catches and six scores
1: yeah Zach Ertz is I think when when you think of, of, of top tight ends and you think of a epitome of, of tight end you want to make sure you you don't want to be, get over glamorized by the, the hyper athletic or the but Zach Ertz at, at once upon a time was that that um that litmus for, for mm-hmm. uh athleticism now based on what he's done in his career and in injuries, he's found a way to now be that consummate, you know, uh, wise uh, veteran, sure handed, making plays and consistent and reliable. So Zach Ertz, if not in the list, I mean if if not the top tight end, absolutely on the list.
0: Yeah, NFL record holder for most catches in a season 2018, 116 grabs. Although Ooh. a guy we'll talk about in a couple of players actually set another all-time record for tight ends <laughs> that year. So uh, good year for the tight end position. Our next-to-next-to-last player on the list from the Baltimore Ravens, tight end Mark Andrews. Another breakout season for this guy last year. Fifteen games, sixty-four catches and ten touchdowns.
1: Right. We'll call it we'll call it breakout for sure, but even the season before that, I mean, consistent, mm-hmm. um, reliable player, good tight end, is gonna be a really good tight end as he continues to grow. So toss him on the list as he has a quarterback that's gonna need to rely on the tight end.
0: Absolutely. All right, well that that other tight end that I talked about who had quite the <laughs> twenty eighteen season up next from the San Francisco 49ers tight end George Kittle. While Ertz set the record for most catches in the season, Kittle set the record for most yards in a season by a tight end in 2018 with 1,377. Last year, played 14 games, 85 catches, and five scores. George Kittle is not slowing down, ladies no. and gentlemen.
1: He's the reason why we had to consider uh, Jimmy G as, as, pot, as, as a top quarterback in the league. It's because of guys like George
0: Kittle, uh, and specifically George Kittle, being as dominant as he is. Yeah, and just the chess pieces the 49ers have with Kittle and Juszczyk, guys who can both go catch a pass and can both really, really block, makes Absolutely. that that makes that offense go. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's, it's it's fun to watch. I mean, in the Super Bowl, even just watching him maneuver, is, it's, it's fun.
0: And the final guy on our list, the younger brother of Philadelphia Eagle Center, Jason Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey, a respectable player in his own right, In 2019, Kelsey played 16 games, had 97 catches for uh, 1,229 yards and five touchdowns. Put Travis Kelsey on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that is safe to say that he probably uh, deserves to be in this conversation. All right, so we have our list. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 players to rank in these tiers. Let's get at it. Who makes up tier one of NFL tight ends for you? Tier one, let's go, Kelsey Kittle, mm-hmm. Ertz,
1: Gronkowski, uh-huh. until otherwise.
0: Okay, it's just a uh, just a uh, sorry, sorry, career honorary mention right here.
1: Yep, yep. All right, and I think he gets back into the form where it's like, pff, like damn it, I got to guard rob gronkowski i think he gets there um
0: it's t- totally fair he is playing with that brady guy again so that's gonna help right, is that so all is that all of th- tier one that's all
1: of tier one those guys that can almost show up probably without without working out and and,
0: and make plays well we will in fact find out if that's the case with Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> uh, right, up next who's two. tier two now
1: this is before i get started this is the how far the tight end position has come that this is where the majority of our top tight ends are going to be um these are really quality tight ends we're going to go kyle rudolph
0: okay sorry i gotta i'm trying to find the guys on the list here
1: rudolph yep greg olson
0: oh wow that is respect for the 30 that is respect
1: for the name man um we're gonna go austin hooper super duper austin
0: hooper (laughs) got him yep jared cook Jared Cook on the list. All right.
1: Jack Doyle. Surprise. The respect I have for Jack Doyle is, is that high. Yep. And Mark Andrews.
0: I was wondering. Yeah. I was wondering if that guy was going to make the list. Yeah. All right. Is that is that all a tier two? That is tier two. Give me tier three. Tier
1: three, we're going Dallas Goddard.
0: A Worthy Inclusion.
1: Yeah, I think he, I mean, he's closer to tier two than, I'm just not re- that ready, but he's closer to tier two than he is actually tier three. Um, we're going to go, I mean, we're going to respect uh, the fact that Eric Ebron has put up numbers for most of his career.
0: That's got to be hard for you. You're a very it big is, man for and doing I that.
1: hate it, but uh, <laughs> um, we're going to go uh, Hunter Henry. All
0: right. Hunter Henry. By the way, what a good group of tight ends in the NFL right now!
1: Oh my gosh, this this is, is it's it's impressive, man. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna go, Tyler Higby.
0: Tyler Higby and his uh, underrated production on the list, tier four.
1: Tier four. We're gonna go Tyler Eifert.
0: Tyler Eifert on name recognition.
1: Mm-hmm. And let's see what he can do after a fully healthy season. David and Joku.
0: On the athleticism and projection.
1: Mm hmm. OJ Howard.
0: <laughs> All projection. And All Tom projection.
1: Brady. Yep. And Tom Brady. We're going to boost uh, Gerald Everett. Okay. And that'll
0: round out our, our tier four. I like it. Shots fired at Evan Ingram. Yeah. Tier five, hey. our remaining players here Blake yeah. Jarwin, Vance McDonald, and, uh, and Evan Ingram.
1: Evan Ingram is like I said, a glorified wide receiver doing the thing that 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 those types of players do and um let's see this bounce back year after after some some injuries and 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 learn the position a little a little more. Um let's see if he can he can step up. I want to see for him to be that size and play in the position, you've got to do a lot more um to 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 get up a, in the in the tier 2ish, you know, top of the tier 3 list.
0: We haven't been doing this, and I regret it, so at the end, we're going to have a little twist here. I'm going to recap the lists first. Tier 5, Vance McDonald, Blake Jarwin, and Evan Ingram. Tier 4, Tyler Eifert, David Njoku, OJ Howard, and Gerald Everett. Tier 3, Dallas Goddard, Eric Ebron, Hunter Henry, and Tyler Higbee. Tier 2, Kyle Rudolph, Greg Olson, Austin Hooper, Jared Cook, Jack Doyle, and Mark Andrews. Tier 1... George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, and Rob Gronkowski. Mario Hines, give me your top five tight ends in order.
1: Oh, top five tight ends in order. I love this. Give me.
0: <laughs> this is actually. Well, let's, start, let, let's, let's start five. Well, we'll start at five. Okay. Right
1: okay. okay. Five. All right. We're going to go Ertz at five.
0: Okay.
1: One, two, three, four. Sorry. Um, Hooper at five. I, wonder, I yeah. was wondering about that. <laughs> okay. Yep, Hooper, Hooper at five. Hooper at five. <laughs> um, Ertz at four. Okay, Gronkowski at three until further notice. This is interesting right here. Yeah, Kelsey Kelsey at at two. two. Okay, Mm -hmm. Kittle at one. He's as all things considered, man. Kittle is doing. What, what, what he's doing is something special uh, in San Francisco, holding yeah. holding the load. I mean, Kelsey is, is, is phenomenal and is definitely there every time uh, Mahomes needs him. But Kittle is the offense, uh, passing right. offense for the most part uh, in, in San Francisco. And to say that uh, for a team that made it all the way to the, the Super Bowl and actually was leading the game for most of the game, he's doing something really special.
0: Yeah, to me, Kelsey is a a great player who has who is made better by Patrick Mahomes. George Kittle is a great player who makes Jimmy Garoppolo better.
1: Absolutely, well said. Absolutely.
0: Well, oh, he is really good, and it's going to be interesting because I think both of those guys, and actually all three of uh, three of uh, Kittle, Ertz, and uh, and Kelsey, all going to be up for new new contracts in the next year and a half. So that number is going to get significantly raised from where it is right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> Until then, uh, we'll find out. This has been the Underdog NFL Show for Mario Hines. I'm Chris Horwoodell. We thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week to talk about offensive tackles. See you then.